All right. We are live. We are back here with an absolutely cracking bloke, Tom Jacobs. He's staying up late for us, but I only want to have the best guests on this podcast. So I had to to have Tom on. Tom, how are you tonight? I'm good. I hope you realize I've put my Islanders hat on for you, Brian. Um, only for you. Yes, you Stay always do. Hand. They're horrible. They're terrible. Yeah. I hate them, but I'm glad you're repping the team. Yeah, I mean, I've been there once, and it was cool. Like they, they had a new arena, yeah. right? So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that was fun to go to. And look, there, they were good then. Uh, not so much now, but yeah, fine. no, great. Uh, UBS, great arena, great selection of food. Uh, easy to get there by train. I enjoy yep. going. I enjoy going on a Saturday night, but when the aisles are that bad, it, it's tough. But maybe they'll they'll turn things around. Do you do you go um, every weekend? I've wanted to the last two weekends, but I've had plans on Saturday night. But there's not many more. Like, if I don't have any plans, like, I like to go on the weekend. But, yeah. like, on a random Tuesday night, I'm not going to go because, like, if I, I want to like, go, I want to drink. We got pretty, like, cheap tickets. They're not expensive, right? No. No, they're not. They're not, actually. I actually went to an MLS soccer game at two wow. weekends ago. And, who, um, who was that? New York City, you have to say? It was no uh, Red, Red Bulls. Bulls, the Red Bulls, and you know I'm a casual football fan, and my uh, the friends I went with are like they're very into the Premier League, like they love soccer, they played soccer, and they were just upset with the um, the lack of it. They, it wasn't high level football. They were upset with. Oh no, are we good? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we good? We're good. Okay. I don't know what happened there. I'm, I'm uh, okay, but they were upset with the the level of football. They weren't seeing Man City, Liverpool. Um, yeah, the, 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 think, like the connections just, on the set pieces. Yeah, you just accept that, though, right? Like it's not. Yeah, it's not as big a sport over there, apart from Messi playing for Inter Miami, and he's whatever he is, yeah. 37. So. But the yeah, guys yeah. on the team are like very high level, and yeah. but it's still not like good enough, I guess. Like, is, yeah, is the like Premier it. League and like some European leagues is that like the only like high, super high level? I think like, like everyone just looks at the Premier League and it's just like, yeah. oh, this is the best league and that's it. And like, yeah, it probably is, but I don't get too caught up on it. Like, if you enjoy watching football, you enjoy watching it, like, yeah. just get over yeah. it. Like, it's fine. Wait, uh, so I have I have a question. So like. A lot of Americans, they care about the Premier League. Like, they have teams. Like, they get up early and watch it. What percent of, like, Englishmen, like, people, like, follow or care about, like, the NFL? Yeah, it's, like, it's pretty big. Like, it, it's big over here because when they started coming over to Wembley and Tottenham, like, they like it, there's a massive turnout for it. And, like, I don't know what the, the kind of numbers are, but it sells out every year like season tickets and they do like three or four game packages or whatever and yeah it's massive like it's huge over here like we have sky sports coverage we get three games so we get a one o'clock okay game. i was gonna ask i was like are you able to watch sky yeah, yeah. sports has yeah. three nfl games every week yeah so on, well we get four because we get uh well, five because we get thursday night and monday night as well but like on the sunday we get so over here it's 6 p.m 9 p.m and then like whatever like yeah. just after midnight um 
So like I don't, I don't stay up for the just past midnight no, one, but like I'm pretty much sweating bets on it and stuff. So like I enjoy that's it. that's amazing. No, I'm I'm glad. No, because if I was thinking about it last night because I was thinking about the time difference with this pod and everything, and yeah. like the Monday night, Sunday night games, you can't watch them over. Yeah, it's like, you, when you're like if, you, if you're staying up for that, you're like you need to probably prioritize <laughs> your work a little bit, but like. It's um, like NFL Sunday is cool. Like we oh, like six PM and nine PM games are great. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, that's great. That that's no because I, I was thinking. Of, so you really think the NFL going over seas has made a big impact? On... Yeah, I, I would say the NFL here is more popular than I don't know. Actually, that's pretty. That's pretty a stretch. I was going to say the NFL here is more popular than like the Premier League is in America. That's pretty. Yeah. Like the Premier League is big. Um, yeah, it's been around longer, right? Like, I, so. I don't know. I think it would be pretty close. Like, I I'm friends with a lot of people that really care about the Premier League, but yeah. it's not a lot of my friends. Like, no, like when I, I yeah, when I came to California in like 2015, I met a guy who like was so excited that there was an English person in this town because he could talk about the Premier League. So like, it obviously yeah. isn't as big as you think, but like. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're like they get quite fanatic. I think the ones that do like it are like fanatical about it. Yeah, you see that guy it's on hard to be like a casual Premier yeah. League. Like it, it's, it's Green Street hooligans, right? Like it's not, it's not. You can't be casual. You need to, you need to go fully in, yeah. like Frodo from the from the front. So no, I'm not even joking. After I tweeted about, I watched that Chelsea Man City match, um, and it was amazing. And um, I tweeted about it, and someone DM me like, "Who's your Prem League team?" So yeah. I don't I don't have one like definitely not Man City or Chelsea because they're Saudi backed like I'm out on those two. Well, Chelsea um, are Russian. Well, they were Russian. They're now Chelsea. American. The, the no, no, American. no. That's who who's the um, Newcastle. Newcastle and Man City. They're backed by the Saudi. Shout out Joe Kirk. Um, they're backed by the Saudi. So neither of them. Chelsea maybe. My brother's a huge Liverpool fan. Like brother, your brother loves it, right? Yeah, my brother, diehard Liverpool fan. But I don't know if if I really, you know, like if I I don't know if I really connect with their team. You, you know, like you just need to you need to support Nottingham Forest. Yeah, not, no, of course. Like yeah. Nottingham Forest, one that's of it. my favorites. Like um, maybe Brighton. Like I'm I'm a fan of Brighton. Yeah, that's cool. Um, like, Brighton. are there any good? Are there any good prem games this weekend? What do we got on tap? No, it's not I'm locking it's, in. It's it's international internationals this week. So what? No, no no Premier League football for a week. Bollocks, mate! Absolute bollocks. That's how we feel I, over here. That is. So you're locked into NFL. Yeah. I mean, do you like, better? Do you bet NFL? Not like big. Like I just I basically <laughs> put a bet on because like I can't watch it for four hours not having a bet. On it. Like so. Yeah. I'll, like put a few like spreads. Yeah, there's there's nothing like better than the NFL. Yeah, I nothing. Like, it's fun. And I loved like I did one the other day where you can do like the anytime touchdown score and the win, and like Alvin Kamara just didn't get a touchdown. The Saints won. I was just like, yeah, give up. Like, no, well, I, the best are the first TD scores. That's yeah, the closest 100%. thing to an outright um, yeah, or a first right. round leader. Um, so how yeah. how is the uh, the fall swing treated you? Uh, thus far, any winners, any close no, calls? Close with Schmidt last week. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. Like it's been a bit rough, but it's it's probably that part of the season, right? Where it's just like some people really thrive at this part of the year, and I probably get to a point where I've done too much golf and maybe yeah. a bit fatigued by that point. But the good news is we can have 
two first round leader bets this, this week because there's two courses, right? Like you can go. I'm locked in. Honestly, yeah. I'm I am locked in. Um huge week. Huge week. Um I actually I, really I, like the RSM classic. I think it's a great yeah. no, because the past like three, four weeks or whatever, it's like, yo, like we don't know the course. Now I, that was really only Mexico, but it's like there's no, no shot tracker, the field's terrible. Like, I don't have a million guests like I want to have on. Like, <laughs> five people care. Like, genuinely. Like, there's, yeah. like, we're, we are in such a bubble that we think people care about these events. No one, can, unless you're a true, true diehard and you wager a lot of money on these events every single week, which our closest friends do, yeah, yeah. Um, like, you don't, you're just not getting out. And, and I think it's interesting, like, there was one week where the Qatar Masters was on and there wasn't a PGA event, right? And that was our most downloaded show ever. And and it was because I think no one else did a podcast, like no other yeah. golf podcast were on because there was just one DP World Tour event. So you can get a little bit of interest doing it that way. Um, with that said, like, there's no PGA golf for the rest of the year after this. And yeah. I'm definitely not covering Mauritius Open and, and things like that, um, you know, religiously. So we might do the, the odd one. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I think it's pretty much golf is done after this week, right? Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm fine with the break. Like, I, I'm yeah. still going to bet uh, DP. I know we got the Australian PGA yeah. coming yeah, up. Yeah, be good. Like, because you'll get like yeah. Cam Smith over there, you get Fox, Wimbledon yeah. Lee. Like, it'll be a good event. Um, yeah. And the South African ones are pretty good. Um, yeah, they're a good time for us. So, like, so there's multiple DP World Tour events. Yeah, there's like there's like five until the end of the year. Oh, like they're, hell they're, yeah! They're, they're pretty good. Um, but it's just to the point where like literally like no one cares. Like I think like even the DP World Tour are not doing the betting podcast for the rest of the year. Like it's, they just they know that no one cares at this point. Um, I feel like that's so dumb because that's when people like that's when i'm going to be most interested in the dp world tours when there's no pga tour golf especially when I... you can find an edge as well because you get the guys that are just coming off of q school and things like that so you've got you've literally got six events from like next week through to december the 15th 16th yeah. and, like there's two australian three south african and a mauritius open um the mauritius open might be a bit of a push on december the 14th whatever yeah. it is i'm probably done by that point but we'll have a look at the australian ones i think yeah no i'll, I'll be locked in i'll be running some models i'll be i'll be <laughs> seeing you know what's going on it, honestly dp's been it's tough it's, it's, hard. it's like it's hard even if you follow it every week it's hard like it's, it's just hard. really hard like um, i i don't know what it is but i and i know it's similar a lot of people have this problem but the amount of times I've had someone like lie favorite on Friday and they just don't even have like a remote chance to win yeah. on Sunday. It's a lot. And I feel like that happens more. Like people don't obviously like people don't eject as much on the PGA tour. Like yeah. if you get it, not a, like eight times out of 10, I feel like if you have the live favorite on Friday, they'll probably give you a sweat on Sunday afternoon. And I'm not even getting the sweat on Sunday afternoon on these DP bets. Yeah. Like I, like it was, it was actually the reverse this week. Like I needed Rasmus Hoygaard just to get into permission, uh, into position on Sunday. Like I had no other real chances, but like, cause Max Homer was running away with it. But the one I was really pleading that didn't win, I, I talked about Dan Bradbury. He was like 125 to one, and I didn't, I didn't end up betting him. Yeah. And like, 
he was like right there and i was like thank god he's gonna eject um and he did um so yeah he finished still finished fifth it was a good each way um yeah. but yeah it's, it's a good time like it, it's actually a really good event this week the trouble is like rory's already won yeah the whole thing yeah. Um, oh, I, I I I was doing odds projections Sunday night on this event. Yeah. Um, then, so, but we'll, we'll get we'll get we'll get to the DB yeah. World Tour. But I'm excited for it. I'm yeah, I'm betting cool. it this week for sure. Um, so yeah, I I wanted to do a pod because this is a course we know. It's actually a good field. Like this is yeah. absolutely 100 percent a good field for. Um, the PGA tour in the swing season, we have some guys up top and then like a lot of the mid tier guys are actually at fair prices. Um, that yeah. are very live to win. And we have shot tracker. I mean, I've just been, it just changes everything when do we, we don't have shot. Do we get tracker. on both? Is this just the one course? Yeah. We just get on the three side? We yeah, but that's three of the, four, but that's three of the four rounds. Yeah. So yeah. it's, 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 it's fine. But, um, you know, we got, we got the best golfer in the world, Ludwig. Henley, Harmon, uh, CY, like it's just a good field. And it's also like a course where it's the, the recipe is pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's, you know, you can, you kind of spray it off the tee. Don't have to be super long. A lot of wedges have to be a good putter. And all of those guys showed up to play. Yeah. Like they know, like there's all those guys that you like to play on short positional wedge putting courses. They're here. This yeah, week, they so. they know it. It's you know it's it's payday, right? Um, the thing I love about this is Aberg surely has to win at some point on the PGA Tour, right? Like it's it's I don't really deal in certainties very often, but like he feels pretty close. But when you look at this, like more people outside the top 300 in the world have won this event than they have inside the top 50. Yeah. Like it's it's just one of those events where I think because it just comes down to who makes the most putts in the end, like you do get a bit of like weirdness and someone goes and shoots a 61 at the plantation or whatever and, and really changes things. So interestingly, for the most part, you have to have been in contention through 36 holes. Like I think three of the last five winners have been the 36 hole leader as well. Um, yeah. Like, I know, I know. Um, Svensson came from miles back. Svensson was like yeah. 106 after round one and then somehow yeah. won it. Um, yeah. But he's like the exception rather than the rule. Um, so it's, it is like pivotal to get off to a fast start. But I think the good thing is, like, for me, I love these events when I don't look at Aberg, Henley, Harmon, Cam Young, and Corey Connors and think they're going to win. Like, I, no. they've all got a great chance to, but like, I don't, I'm not worried about anyone. Whereas on the DP World Tour Championship, you're like, actually, I don't think anyone outside the top six can win. Yeah. Like here, I'm like, no, nah, they, they, you know, they might have had too long a season or whatever, which opens up the window to all the other guys we like. Yeah. No. And I think the thing about Ludwig, do you agree with this price? Like he's very consistent, but yeah. like, why are books so scared of him? It's just like, a, but I don't even think it's that. Like, I think it's just, they know they can like they're taking advantage of that small window where they know they can price more whatever price they want and people will still bet it because of the Ryder Cup and because of like the recent win on the DP. But like it's not even a scared factor, it's just they know there's a demand for people to bet on him, so they're just gonna put a price that they know they don't like. There's no liability if he's what is he 14 to one and he's not gonna win. Well, like he could win, but like I don't think he's going to win. So I just don't agree with this price. Like, yeah, he's really, really good. And he won a DP world tour event. That's like an above average DP world tour event. And he played in the Ryder cup. 
I think, but it's like, really, he's fourteen to one. It's weird. Like, he's fourteen and Harmon's like twenty-two. Like, I and I know I'm not betting Harmon, but like, that seems like a big discrepancy. It's weird that Henley's really close to him at sixteen. Like, yeah. But Harmon's so far apart. Like, yeah, I Harmon's dear to our hearts. Uh, we yeah, love he him. is. I, he's not gonna win. No. I, I do think he'll show up, but. This is a place that he thrives at. Like this is yeah. an awesome, it's, Brian Harmon. Course. Before he was like Open Championship winner, which we it's, know. Like, it was like, yo, Brian Harmon at RSM. Like <laughs> this is it. it's Brian Harmon um, season. Like this is where he can win now. Yeah, but where do you? Because I think it lends into Harmon and Henley. Like, where do you stand on guys that haven't played? Because I, it's hard for me to get over the hump and yeah. bet Henley at a horrible number. Yeah. And he hasn't played all fall. And like legitimately every single person who's won this event and a lot of shitty golfers have won this event have played like three, four times. It's yeah. not like they just played once. Like they were playing every single week. They're playing Bermuda. Like they were playing all these events. Like where do you stand on that? I think the only thing is like we've seen players contend recently off really big breaks and like, Homer had a decent break and then goes and completely destroys the DP World Tour field. I know it's obviously a little bit of lower grade for him, maybe, but like, I look, I don't, I don't want someone that has to make whatever they're going to make, what, 25, 30 birdies this week when they haven't played for four or six weeks. Like, I wouldn't bet it. Um, but I don't think that's the deciding factor. I think it's more just the price versus anything else. Like, I just, yeah. I don't want to be on a 22 to one golfer in a really big field over two courses that has gone to you know absolute nobodies over the years um and this is not like it's the best field ever at the rsm classic where yeah. you think okay like we have to actually just stick to the best players like we get these relatively decent fields most years so it's not like i'm not saying going back everyone that's 300 to one but yeah. i think you can take some chances yeah my thing about because i i want to bet russ kind of and like my like all my good pals are on him, and like I have FOMO with Russ, but I can't get over. I could get a good number on him, but I can't get over the number, and I just can't get over the fact that he has not played once this fall, and it's Russell Henley. Like I think it's different if it's like a more proven guy. Yeah, but Russell Henley is like what is it? Eleven weeks he's not played now. Yeah. Right? That's a no. long time, right? Like I just I can't get over that. And to go into an event that everyone has played a bunch before and felt contention, like I just I have a hard time seeing that. And then I have a hard time seeing Russell Henley win in general. So I'm just out. I'm out. Gut. It's FOMO. First round leader, though, a hundred percent. Like yeah, Henley is a first round leader guy. He is the definition of a first round leader guy. I feel as though. If Henley were to win this event, he's probably going to be first round leader. Like that's more likely yeah. Yeah, than yeah. him starting off slow and winning. So I'll get yeah. my exposure there. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. Like, Are you in? Because you hit yeah. Russ at you hit yeah. Russ Henley at the Wyndham. Yeah, first I love Henley. Leader. First round leader. Like just do it. Like it's fine. Like if, if that's if you feel like you're missing out, then just do it that way. Because like you say, I don't I don't think he wins by playing poorly in the first round like no one really Boom. does and we got him we got we got the market yeah. cornered he's like 20 to 1 for seaside that's fine with me again i don't normally bet guys first round later 20 to 1 but him and a couple long shots i'm, I'm fine with that because i want the exposure there um i 
like pre-tournament, like pre-odds coming out and everything, I really, really loved Post in here. Uh, I was on about the Shriners. Um, he should have been first round. I, I'm not even going to bring it up, but he should have been first round leader. Yeah. Uh, fucking Bo Hostler, that fuck face loser um, who shot even par in round two. Um, beat him. But, but by the way, there's no worse beat on first round leader than last week when the scoring changes on. Yeah, but it what I agree. I agree with you. And I have sympathy, but like it wasn't real. Like no, I, I feel get like that. a real, a real, like a real if something actually happens on the course, yeah, yeah. that's bad. No, that's worse, but that was terrible. But I just like you get all excited and you think, oh look, he shot 61. Like he literally can't be beat. He might be like met, but like and Norrin obviously did get there. But like literally just to have two birdies just taken away two minutes after you tweet is just sick. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, never. I would have spent the money. I would have. I would have left work. Yeah. If I was you, I would have left work and spent the money. So. It was a good job. I was busy. Is probably the the right answer. I like it. Um, where? What do you take away from Norin last week? It's weird because like everyone kind of says that's what he does, but when you actually look at the like stats, he's actually pretty good in contention. Um, so I was surprised that he just basically gave it up to Camillo. Um, he didn't he play that bad. No, he wasn't that bad. That's what I mean. Like, he wasn't that bad, but, like, he just didn't have that edge where, in, like, I think it was, like, 2018 or 16 or whatever it was where he just was just going ham at tournaments. Like, that's what Norum was like. He – that just shows he had a purple patch in his career. Like, he – I don't think he's a massive closer, um, and I just couldn't bet him at 22 to 1 or whatever. Anyway, yeah. so it doesn't really matter to me. Um, yeah. I don't normally mind getting beat by the favourite, but he would have annoyed me because he was like like round after round after round. I was like, that's just weird. Like, that's, that's unusual for him. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I, I I don't... It didn't really change my opinion on Norrin. I just feel the same way as I did before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my favourite bet of the week, I know you're on him as well. Uh, pretty popular selection. No, no issues there. But Poston... Yeah. Um, Loved him at the Shriners. He, if he didn't, wasn't an idiot on Saturday afternoon, wins or gets into a playoff at the Shriners. Um, and this is just a great course for Poston. Just, you know, don't need to be a lead off the tee. Um, and a lot of wedges, a lot of putting. That is exactly what he does well. His approach numbers at Shriners were excellent. His approach numbers dating back. Um, he's been on a pretty good run since last yeah. summer. He's played a lot of really good golf, and he's someone I trust to win um, golf tournaments. Um, I like well, he, that he played. I like he, that he played Shriners, yeah, thirty-five to one. I bet it almost double what I would normally bet it. I'm feeling very confident in Posty this week. His last win, where was that? Travelers. No, he won John Deere the week after. John Deere, right? So, like, you look at John Deere and you think that's a great golf course for him, and he hadn't had the results that you'd expected from there. Yes. This is exactly the same thing. Like, yeah. you look at it and he's had two okay finishes, but otherwise missed the cut every other year, but you think he should win it, and I think that's what's going to happen this week. Like, he seems to have actually elevated his game massively, even from the years where he won. Um, I think he's, like, an actu actually a better player than he ever has been and he's not really getting the respect i think in the market like he, there's a reason he's popular this week at 30 series of one like yeah he should be closer to 
I mean, he's 11 points bigger than Cam Young. It makes no sense to me. Like, until Cam yeah. Young wins, I don't understand a discrepancy in price. Like, I and get, like, like career-wise, he's he's a major contender, right, Cam Young, but not this year. So Yeah, I mean, he has the same amount of PGA Tour wins as Corey Connors, and he's almost double the prize. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I don't understand it. Um, I'm very confident in him. And like Ryder Cup snub, press comp year. I have to say, it hasn't, it hasn't worked out this year. There hasn't been a Ryder Cup snub winner. I'm a little, I guess, Moran. But is it going to be? Is it going to be Eric Cole? Yeah, I think Eric Cole. Um, I bet him. Um, he's very popular as well. Yeah. I like the fact that he's been playing this fall. Does he Does he ever actually look like he's going to win? Yeah, harder. No, but like, I don't ever remember a week where I go like, oh, he's going to win. Like, where was it? Where was the time that he actually did nearly win? Was it Honda? It was like, Honda. Where, yeah, that was it. yeah, where Kirk obviously won. But like, other than that, like, he just finishes 20th every week and looks really good for two rounds. But he finished like top five last two starts. Yeah, but I, I understand. Like, I just think this is probably like, if he could finish second at the Zozo, which is a terrible course for him. Yeah, yeah, he has to play better here, and he hasn't even been putting well. If he puts well, the way he's been hitting his irons, like I, I really think that yeah, he'll probably finish T four and like yeah. not sniff victory. But at thirty to five to one or thirty to one, like I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. With like him. what, like literally, what he's doing consistency wise is unbelievable. Like yeah. I don't think he should actually be this good, and he is. Um, to have three top fours in his last four starts, but. I just never look at him and go like, oh, he should have won this week. And yeah. like, I don't know. It's, it's it's a tough one. I think when you're looking at him and Poston side by side, it just makes Poston look better. Yeah. I I, I look, I, if I'm not Ben Henley, I could easily bet both. And I, I have some guys. I honestly got to, you got to sell me on some other people because I don't know who else I'm going to bet. Um, Denny, I'm out on. I, I, I don't like Denny here. I don't like that he's not played. I think Denny... Even though first first round leader at the Travelers killed my Keegan ticket, one of the worst days of my life. Um, I still like him on difficult courses. I don't yeah. know if he could do it over four days on a, a birdie track. Now scoring isn't insane here. Um, probably minus nineteen, minus twenty, probably gives you a good chance to win. Where are you on Denny? No, he'll finish like twelfth or something. Yeah, and okay. like. It will never phase me whatsoever. If I was going to pick someone in here, it would be either Brendan Todd or Matt Kuchar. Okay, yeah. And I'm, I'm not playing either, there. but like I, they would, they would be the guys. I just think they're like little wily veterans that Kuchar's found his game a little bit in this full series, and it means a lot to both of them. Um, and Todd's, you know, done it on these. Todd played of- well last week. Yeah, like he's Todd just- was in it. I might bet him honestly. They'd Todd- be the two that I'd look at. But yeah, mine come a little bit further down. Um, list going back to back. What do you think about Billy? Actually, what do you think about Billy? I get the Billy like sentiment. I understand why people want to do it. Like I think people look at someone like Horshaw and he shows a little bit in his game. He never does it for four rounds. They just look for the next opportunity to bet him, and he's obviously finished second here in the past. Um, he's been uh, decent on DP, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was good. Like he played well at the BMW, but he played well for like two rounds and then was pretty poor on Thursday and Sunday. And then French, he was fine. It was weird. Like at the 
Irish, he was like tenth going into the final round and shot seventy six. Like it's just he just doesn't seem to have four rounds in him at the moment. Like everyone looked at him at the window and just went like and I did as well. Like I go, oh look, he's destined to win again at some point. Um he's a good number for someone that does win. Hasn't I... played this fall, right? No, no, he's played on DP. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I don't hate really. Like the Dungeon Links was weird because like it was a really really badly weather affected event. I think I feel like if we could actually got four rounds from him and know what that was, that'd have been good. But yeah, I think Biddy's fine. Like forty-five to one, comparing him to like Justin Sir and Jaeger and yeah. people like that, I think it's fine. Uh, yeah, I'd rather take a proven guy over those two. Um, the guy for what, me is is Pendrith. Okay, that. what's the, what's the Pendy case? He's just good, isn't he? Like he's like he's just really good at golf without winning yet, and I think that's the perfect like profile for this. Like you're going to break through at some point, third, 15th and eighth, the last three events. And he's got better every single round in each of those events. So he was 30th after round one at the Shriners, 11th after round two, fourth after round three, third after, you know, the final round. And then at Mexico, he's actually the same. He was 101st after round one and finished 15th. And then last week he was, he opened 65, 68, and then 66, 68 over the weekends to improve. Like he's just, He's playing himself nicely into the weekend. He just needs a faster start, which is weird for Pendrith. Normally he gets off to a decent run. Um, and then you look here and he's finished like 26th and 15th. And I think both of those are fine. Like he was sixth after 54 holes last year. I think it's just that type of event where you're getting that little bit of extra value on him because of those guys at the top. Yeah. Double the price of Corey Connors, like not too dissimilar player. Like, what, 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 was, what was his girl percentage like at, at Bermuda? Have you been have you been running any any Gur models or what? Well, he was like his ball striking was good. Like it was okay. it was pretty like fine. Like I think he ranked eleventh in that, and he was thirtieth in greens regulation. Like it's nothing special. Okay. The total drive. No, I've been I've been big on Gur percentage this week. <laughs> I've just been diving. Is that, in. is that because we had to have the traditional stats for no strokes gained? Yeah, last? that's yeah. the like uh, shout out Kyle, my friend. Uh, <laughs> He he's just talking all the stuff and we're it's just an inside joke. Just just what what was his yeah. girl percentage at the yeah. world like world technology? Well, yeah, he was, like, he was if if he's popping in the girl models, then he's a You're big in. play. Um for me, Harry English, quick thoughts. What what are your thoughts on Harry? I know some of my friends would bet him. Fine. He, yeah, like if you want to bet him, fine. I'm not going to. Um, I think no laying up put a thing out about how he was flushing it or something. Yeah, that, yeah, that's long standing. He's yeah. he's very like hit or miss here. Like he either top twenties or misses a cut. Um, that's very true. He's either like yeah, gonna be yeah. very much in contention or be. Right. He's another one. Is he gonna win after eleven week break? Yeah, um, I, I I think I'm I'm fine crossing him off given yeah. um how little he's played. I like Davis Thompson. He. This is kind of his area. This is kind of a spot. Um, is he, from, is he from here? Yes. And he's, he's won that Jones Cup thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think it was in the area. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure he was like close. What was that Cole Hammer? I thought he started out well here. Um, he finished 23rd on debut. That was Okay. Take that. that. Take um, that from day. I like him first round later. Yeah. I, I think he can. I think he can go low um, in the first round. So I'm in on him. Um, you bet, Luke List. I just think he's like a bit overlooked, and I think it's just one of those things that's like, well, he's not going to win twice 
in a season, let alone twice in like five weeks yeah. or whatever. But his record here is great, like 13th, 4th and 10th in his starts. He's got a couple of really low rounds. And he hasn't fallen off since his win. He's been no, like, like he, he's been good. Like he finished 18th the following week and he was actually sixth after the first two rounds. And then even when so he was just like, a good, uh, it's a numbers play. Yeah, like 45th at, at Mexico, but he was 12th after round one. Then last week, 20th yeah. with 266s. Like, he's just playing too well to ignore him at that price, I think. Gained 11 strokes to the field and won. It's pretty bad. Um, I, I, lo- I, I, I like looking at I like looking at how, like, the total strokes gained yeah. um, for a win. Because sometimes it's just, like, super, super um, low. But nope, no beef there. I like Hubbard. This week, I think there's. I bet Hubbard eighty to one. He's seventy. I'm I'm fine with that. Um, I think there's some sharp money. I think that there's some sharp people on Mark Hubbard this week. He's been hit at a lot of the books. Um, I look at. He's a guy, first round leader. I'm on him. Um, he is an elite wedge player. Um, sucks off the tee. Good putter. Except when he has a twelfth, I I just can't. You know he should have won Sanderson. That was that was a tough yeah. beat um, there. Can he win? Probably not. He probably can't win. But I at think, eighty to think, one, willing to take the chance, I like him first round leader, and he's a guy who's been playing a bunch, and I think the score sets up well for him. So I'm in on Hubbard. And it is an event that that people break through at. Like, and there's people yeah. that you don't necessarily Broke think. first-time winner. Yes, yeah, like Adam Svensson. Like, if Adam Svensson can do it, then why can't Homeless Hubbard do it? Like, it's not... Same golfer. Yeah. Basically Hubbard's same better, honestly. Yeah, um, obviously. So, I'm in um, there. Um, we didn't really talk about Camila. Was that one of, like, the most obvious 100-to-1 winners yeah. ever? Like, you look at it and think, why didn't I bother? Like, I think it's one of those ones where... You do believe he's going to do it two weeks in a row? Is he going to do it and hang on after nine years of not winning? Is it all going to get a bit too emotional? And he was great, right? Like he was. I watched like I watched the entire. I watched the entire final round. Like he was awesome. Like he was just hitting like draws into the fairway, like big club twirls. Like he didn't miss a shot. There was one where he kept it low. I can't remember what hole it was, maybe like 15 or something, and he just like drilled it in low. It was class. Um, yeah, I do. I enjoyed watching him roll back the years. I don't know like whether he's ever going to win again, so just enjoy it at the Bermuda Championship again. Literally, just bet old guys after they play well one week. Yeah, like Glover, like Camilo, those guys were were amazing in like 2008 and. They had a resurgence this year, and it's like Glover was playing much better, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, oh, they're not going to do it again, and then they just do. But isn't classic golf like he's seventy to one this week in a golf course? He's finished second at, and he just won. Yeah. Like he has no chance. He's not going to go two one one, right? But like, he cannot <laughs> he, win. Seventy to one is a pretty big number. Yeah, I think the thing about Camilo is that, like, a hundred to one last week, you could be like, he's not going to like follow it up but it's like yeah. you bet so many guys that suck that yeah. are long shots yeah, yeah that it's like why well, betting, not betting 100 to one of bermuda's like betting 500 to one, one exactly week. so it was a throwaway like you bet 
shitty guy. I'm not saying you in particular. I'm just saying no, like, no. alphabetics in do, general. Like, yeah. like, you bet <laughs> shitty guys that were around his odds. Yeah. Why not just take the guy that actually yeah, did just, it? I think, the, um, I think the thing with golfers like that is like, are you going to enjoy them winning? Yes. In which case, why not just do it? Yeah. Like, it's literally like you're going to spend more on a cup of coffee, especially in your neck of the woods, Brian. Um, why not? Why not put it on Camilo? Yeah. I never even thought about it for a second, but um, it's fine. It's all good. Um, I don't under, I don't know why Chesson Hadley's 80 to one. Makes no sense to me. Why I don't. Did put, why did he put out last week? What? He pulled out. He last didn't week. want to go to the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. He like, would have won last week. He literally would have won. Did, were you going to bet him? Yeah, yeah, I had him written up. But you're not on him this week. No, because I don't know why I didn't play last week. Like, all right, Dude, wanna... bet him. Can you bet him? He's Maybe. not going to win. First round leader. Is he on the card? First round leader. He's just put him in. Like it's it's free no, money. And dude, Bo too. Yeah, Bo loves Bo it. He's has already a been... lot of first round leaders. He's already been first round leader here, I think. Who? Bo Hosler. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, Chesson. He's just a good first round leader guy, but he's he's gone seventh, seventh. Gained six point seven point six strokes on approach at the Shriners. Yeah, he's eighty to one. Makes no sense to me. Um, he's just been shit here, though, right? Um, yeah, not good. Missed the last two cuts. He's played since twenty thirteen. He's um, missed but, five of his like ten cuts, but it's just weird. Like he's never even gotten in the top ten. It looks like a perfect course for him. Does he have um strokes gain motivation this week? Probably. And he also is one of those guys that maybe the reason he didn't go to Bermuda is he would have got blown over. He's like that big guy outside yeah. the Carl Bell's place. No, who organized a golf tournament in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean? Like, it's the most inconvenient place in the entire world to go. The only thing I would say, it looks unbelievable, though. Yeah. Like, I guess I, I will make the sacrifice to go and fly there because yeah. it looks really nice. Like, Alex yeah. Noren put a picture up of where he was like staying off the round. He's just shot 61 and he's like staring down this incredible sunset. Like, just go and play golf. Like, yeah, you probably could win. Whereas this week, you're not going to win. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if, um, if I'll ever make it to Bermuda, to be honest. I, no, I don't, I don't think I will, on... but like, it's not really on my radar, but like. Yeah. I'm not a PJ Tour golfer that's never won before. Yeah, just seems like an inconvenient place. But yeah, Chesson, 80 to 1, nuke. Absolute yeah. hammer. Can't win, won't win. <laughs> but I don't know why he's 80 to 1. But first round leader, I'm in. I think he's seaside. So he's going to have to go. He's going to battle against Russ. But Chesson, seaside, first round leader, That that's a lock. Um, first guy, you... When we were DMing Mac Hughes, you're in. Yeah, 80 to 1. At strokes gained past winner. Past winner. So he's basically been shit here apart from the two times he's finished first and second. Yes. I was that, on, I had him the year yeah. and the second. I love that upside. Like, and he shot 63 65 in Mexico. He's been terrible for <laughs> basically the whole year. Yes. And then all of a sudden he finishes seventh in Mexico going. Well, it was 66 65. No, it was 65 63. Like, is that not a good enough sign? Like, I only need one one event 67 at the Fords in it as well. And two times a pass when I was one here. Yeah. So, I mean, that's he's first round leader as well, by the way. 
Okay, you're in on Matt Hughes first round leader. I'm in on like Matt Hughes is going to win and do it from the front. Okay, like Matt Hughes wire to wire. Yeah, like if you can get wire to wire odds at like 300 to one, just bet him. Like he's going to do it. Okay, no, I I'm I feel, yeah, I mean seventh at Mexico. I mean he's basically like, what's the difference between Mackenzie Hughes and Robert Streb? And Robert Streb has no. won here twice. Matthews, I don't I don't want to disrespect RK, but I feel like Matthews is better than Shreb. But that's good. That, yeah, so it just makes my case that he's going to be yeah. in the next two. Shreb was like a thousand to one when he won here. Both times. <laughs> he's like literally like in the field bets. Yeah. Um, um you want to talk some uh some DP? One more pick for here, right? Okay. Kramer Hickok. Kyle, Kyle's get, the amount of I've talked so much about Kramer Hickok this week, but yeah, I understand. I mean, Travelers like, basically won the Travelers. He's not a good golfer, no. But, he, but the last two weeks, he's been a good golfer. Okay, so he's like two hundred to one now. Still, I think I, like two hundred seventy-five to one he was when I did it. Like, if you can get back to back top fifteen finishes coming into the event, and you're a player that plays well in the wind, play well in Mexico, play well in the Sony Open, play well in Bermuda. Should have won the draft. I'm betting him. I'm betting him. I'm in. Are you going to bet him? No, I bet him, yeah. I was already done. I'm in. I'm in because he fits the mold of a winner here. He He's done your greens and regulation as well. 12th and 3rd the last two weeks. Oh, my God. Fourth I'm in. Ball, fourth in ball striking last week. Holy shit. He's, no, because he is like Robert Shreb, Austin Cook. Yeah, like that's the he, he, like guy who would never win any PGA Tour event yeah. other than the RSM Classic. Yeah, get him in. I'm in. A first round leader. I need to look at that, but yeah, probably. Okay. No, I'm sold. I'm I'm sold on Kramer Hickok. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the best number on him right now is. Let's have a look. But um, he was 275. He's 220 now on Fangio. I'm betting 100 bucks on that. I, I feel <laughs> about it. I mean, Shreb's 250. Fucking Shreb. Yeah, no, I'm in. I'm in. Um, what about people are talking about Austin Cook? Past winner, that's probably. I thought well. you were going to say Austin's motherman. He played well last week. And I had him. I had him. Yeah. Managed to finish 43rd somehow. Um, are you serious? Yeah. Like he was like 10th and then just finished 43rd, I think. Um, yeah, Austin Cook, fine. Like. He's the, win. he's the next guy that people think is coming back with a little bit of renaissance because he's what 10th and 13th last two weeks. I get it, like whatever. 10th and 13th last two weeks, past winner here. He's actually he's actually Kramer Hickok with the course history, so I should, probably he shouldn't is. be discounting him. Um, and he gained 16 strokes in his win, so you know. And he's like, again, this is a guy, he's terrible. No one knows who Austin Cook is. The year he won, he played Sanderson, he played Shriners, he played Bermuda. And the year he won, he was like 90 to 1, I think. Yeah, because he was trending. He was fucking yeah, trending. He's 200 to 1 now in a in a similar field, and he's actually back to back. Maybe he's the play, like with back to back 13th place finishes. I, this yeah. is the problem with the RSM is every time you look at it again, you'll find another person. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good, like, I, I like this event. Um, DP World Tour, yeah. it's in fucking AUE or whatever. 
whatever fucking Saudi bullshit. Um, it's in Dubai, it's so it's not, it's, not, okay. it's not quite Saudi, but it's it's Middle East, right? It's it's all the same okay. thing. My... Okay. Um, can any... I, I don't want to say t- can anyone outside the top five can win. Can anyone outside the top three win? Yeah, but it's slim pickings. Uh, Fitz is is the one that can. Yeah, he's good here. Like Fitz is unbelievable here, and he's gone second, third, and first in his last five in, within his last five starts. What did he, he win? He won the Dunhill Links, which was just. It was a weird event, but he won it. It was only three rounds. And he should, Fuck. but he should have won. He should have won the one that Aberg won anyway. Um, yeah, he did blow that. And then what are his odds? Like twelve? He's like fourteen. And then, but he's got two wins: a second, a fourth, and a fifth here. He's never finished. He's finished thirty-fourth, which is his very worst finish. I was gonna bet like two hundred on Harvland at seven. Yeah, he's, he was third on debut. He's like. If you're going to do like, I don't know how you don't bet John Rahm though, that odds. Like, he's won three. He's won three. better than Rahm. Yeah, but Rahm's won it three of the four times he's played it. Rahm can't win. I don't think so either this week, but he's won three of the four times. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I'm with Rahm. I'm kind of like, it takes a while to win after you win the Masters. It does. Yeah, he is struggling with that. Like, Um, but. there's two players point. that really deserve a win this season. It's Hatton and Fleetwood. Yeah. They, they do deserve a win. Like, but Hatton can they? Won. Yeah, here. What did Fleetwood finish last week? Mm, seventh, I think. That's like missing the cut, in my 12th, opinion. actually. Yeah. Fleetwood. Yeah, you might as well just, he might as well not been there, right? Cross him <laughs> off. If you're finishing 12th at the Ned Bank. You're out. As a two-dime defending champ, like you're trash. Um, so should I bet Fitz? I, I would. I have, but is he gonna win over Hovland? Like, what do you think about Hovland? I think Hovland's the third best player in the world. So he's he's probably like but folks think he is. He's fucking like 12 to 1 to win the Masters. Who? Hovland is like 12, 14 yeah. to 1 to win every major this year. It makes sense, though, doesn't it? Until until he proves otherwise. Like that's why I was betting at every major this year. Yeah. Like he just looks like he's ready to win one. Do you like him at any place in particular next year? No, nah, all of them. Okay. Because I don't know. You kind of sold me on fits a little bit. Because I'm just going to bet one guy. Fitz is the guy, 14 to 1. Double the odds of Hovland. But he's been playing. Have people that won this event played in the fall? Uh, Yeah, no no one's really... There's been like Mimuli and stuff, but you're not betting Tom Kim, I don't think. Tyrrell Hatton is... It's Bomber's track. Yeah, I, I think... If it's between Fitz and Hovland, I'm just picking Fitz because of the odds. Okay. Like he's over double the odds. And he's been playing well. And he's well, first. Hovland doesn't Hovland hasn't done anything. This fall. He hasn't played. Yeah. Like I just I don't necessarily hold that against him. Like he's gone 13th, first, first, and fifth, his last four starts. But like 
he's had a big like that's a massive win that that tour championship and all that money you get with it. And then he did finish fifth at Wentworth. Like I just see him finishing fifth again. Okay, I'm in on I'm in on um, go Fitz. I'm in on Fitz. I've, Bjork, I'm not gonna bet him because he can't win. But he, why did you bet him? Well, he's just another one that like he has to win this season, and there's only one event left. So like he's literally had the best season of his career by far, consistency wise. And he went from back to back missed cuts to finishing tenth last week, was fifth in approach and T to green. And he's been 17th, 12th, and 2nd here. And he absolutely, like, he literally adores the Middle East. Like, that's where he makes all his, like... First round later? Um, yeah. Are you in? Yeah. He opened with a 67 on debut. He had a second round 65 the second year. And then went 68, 67 last year. All right, fourth, first round later is a nuke. Maybe maybe um, just do that because he probably can't win. Like, can't win. Like, he cannot I honestly think there's there's two people I've bet this week that I think can win and it's Fitz and it's Nikolai Hoygaard. Okay. Like I think I think Hoygaard is ready to step up to this level and then when he steps up to this level he then can go from there. Um and he was fourth on debut, which is insane. That was two years ago. He's a better player now. Second last week, he's got a third and a fifth in his last five starts as well. Damn. And he's won in the Middle East before. I'll bet him first round leader. Yeah, just bet him all first round lead. Like I, I genuinely don't know that anyone other than Fitz can beat those first three. Yeah, I, that's that's my struggle betting this event this week. Is that I think like it, one of the if you think you can knock Ram out, then I think you can probably knock Rory out because he doesn't have that motivation to win, and he's putting yeah. a new driver in the bag and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. No, Rory might win by five though. Yeah, I'd rather like bet. Rory saying I'm tinkering with a new driver. It, the event doesn't matter. It's not a major. Like Rory it's really weird that he thinks that tinkering with a driver is like important. Like he's literally the best driver in the world. Why? Why are yeah. you tinkering with the driver? Like, figure out how to hit a wedge. Yes, it's valid. It's valid. Um, um, which is which is ridiculous. He's been like the best player this year and and hasn't been hitting his wedges great. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm out on that. I. Like I could see Rory winning by a bunch just because he's tinkering with his driver. Also, how many how many things is he gonna say this year before like someone just slaps back at him at some point? Like he's literally just spent the whole week calling Cantley an arsehole. Fair. Cantley went single handedly winning that match knowing Rory hates him was pretty yeah. impressive, to be honest. Cantley just doesn't care. Like he literally yeah. just has no interest in Roy McRoy whatsoever. Um I we potted before the Ryder Cup. Um yeah. I was wrong. Lost a lot of money. Yeah. Betting on it. Fucking Bobby Mack beat Brian Harmon in total points. I mean, just what a joke. Yeah, but um I there there was some really weird results. Like Bobby Mack beat Wyndham Clark on the final day. That's just not doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because that, but that is like the exact, that is exactly what happens every single time the Ryder Cup's yeah. in Europe. Some no name fucking European that sucks, respectfully, yeah. beats a good American golfer. Like it just, it was dumb of me to think anything would be different. Um, do, do, do the European, can the Europeans win it in my backyard at Beth no. Page? No. 
the same thing's just gonna keep happening. We're just gonna keep trading blows. Yes. Like it can't, the Ryder Cup might suck. And I honestly think we've never had a team that looked that good. I don't think. Like yeah, it's insane. Hovland, Rory, and Rahm are arguably the three best players in the world. Like at the time, this never happened. In... Like it doesn't happen. Like and honestly, like what happened Friday afternoon. You just can't explain yeah. that. You just like, cannot explain that. Oh, like I don't know how much of it was Zach Johnson, but he's got to be the worst captain you've ever had. Probably he wasn't good. Because like everyone was sick. Like Hovland ships in on the first hole. Like it's there's no there's no, like all this thing about like oh can't they wanted money and that's why the team room was separate. Like no one surely no one actually gives a shit once they start playing golf. They're not going oh I wish like yeah. can't they wasn't taking money like. It's nothing to do with that. Um, it's just the you're like you feel comfortable at home and you play a little bit better. Yeah, and I don't even think like it was the course setup or anything. I think we were just better. No, we were just better team. Like, yeah, it was dumb. it was dumb of me, but at least I sp- I didn't bet like a thousand. Like I sp- spread it around. All the other bets just like I yeah. suck at the Ryder Cup. I just suck at it. It's like, not a good bet then. No, it's not. The um, only thing I got really right was Homer being so good. Yeah, but, that yeah. I'll Vic lap that one um, as well. Home is good at golf, honestly. Um, is is he a top five player in the world? I don't know. I mean, he wins more than Cantley and, and Like, I mean, he hasn't yet. He's one behind Can. He's one behind Shuffle and two behind Cantley. But like in recent history, like and yeah. in a short space of time, I think. It I goes... mean, Cantley's never won in Africa. <laughs> exactly, it's Africa's major as well. Like maybe yeah, he's a major, major monkey off his back. But like, yeah, I think it's literally Ram, Hovland, Scheffler, and Rory are the only people that bet him. Not in that order, but they're the four players that are betting him. It's close. He's like, probably who, like six who, or seven. Who are the two that are betting him? Like Cantley and Shuffley? Probably. I think they are. I don't know. It it depends on what you weigh. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, like in just we'll like, yeah, like, and what they do in TGL also, like, whoever wins first in TGL. By the way, are you ever going to watch that? Yeah, I'll watch it. Oh, Christ. Like, I just I don't know what it's going to look like, so it's hard for me to comment on it. They're going to hit, they're all playing it. I can't get my head around the fact they're all just traveling to Florida to do it. I, I'm like, I just want to see it and then I'll know if it's good or not. Do you like know, it's gonna, be, it's gonna be successful because Steph Curry is gonna tweet about it, and Serena Williams is gonna tweet about it, and like Tiger's gonna tweet about it. So it will just get loads of streams, and it'll be popular, but it will be shit. I don't know. I don't know. I think you like. I think we'll see. You'll get fake tough guy Justin Thomas giving really bad chirping. It could be bad. I mean, it's not hard for the PGA Tour to. It's not like everything the PGA Tour turns to gold. It's usually the opposite. I I think it would just just work because of the people that are backing it, but it won't. It's not a good golf product. There's nothing you can say about it that would convince me it's going to be fun to watch. I'm actually pissed. I need to watch this Netflix. I know. This is one thing I'm thinking on. You shouldn't be watching that right now. Well, I will after. It's it's not a live event. Didn't it start an hour ago? It was live. Yeah, but they're gonna have it up after. Yeah, I mean, you want to watch it live, right? No, I and I was gonna cook tonight. 
It's fine. I got to eat dinner. J- JT um, and Signs are going to win anyway. Yeah, I actually nuked Homa. I got to see where they're at. No, I, mean, I, I did not bet it. <laughs> I was going to say, that's very degenerate of you to. Yeah, to I mean, it wouldn't really be a surprise. But, Tom, absolute pleasure. Always. We're going we're, we're to pod a bunch this year. Um, it, it's okay that it's earlier. Are you, are you doing anything until the new year now? Like, are you doing any, like, let's look at next year or anything like that? Or are you just waiting for January? I don't know. Probably not, to okay. be honest. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's see if there's a demand. Like, if there's a demand for it, let's do a major show or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. You can come, you can come to Lost for Words. We'll have you Yeah. On. I'm a hundred percent down. Let's do it. Um, but Tom, you're you're a fantastic bloke, and you're a great Thanks, guy. You're great, you're a great podcast guest and podcast host, and you're a great first round leader. Better. Um, yeah, and... I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you those before they yeah. go out on, on the X. I'm gonna send you them. Send I'm them on X. Into, I'm gonna dig into the. the can, if you can find a book that you could parlay them, let me know. Well, I think we can, but we've only got one book. It's like Boyle Sports over here. Like you can, can parlay the seaside and the plantation. I need to check. We used to be able to. Let me know. I'll fucking PayPal you um, <laughs> because I have some locks. But um, everyone go check out Tom and everything he does. And we will see you in a bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's let's hit a winner to hold this over until. Um, Posty wins. Right. Yeah, posting wins. Easy money. Hit the first round leader as well. Uh, But I hope everyone has a great night and we will see you in, in due time.